Yeah! We've revamped it. It didn't go away. We're back with a different approach. It's Cuckoo Bananas with Joe and Laurie. Ready for a rock and roll ride into rock and roll heaven or rock and roll hell? With me is my ride or die bitch. She's the goddess of glitz, glamour, and gore. Give it up for the one and only Lauren. Rock and camp. Yeah, fire! Rock out! Have people ever called you rock and camp? Oh, yeah. Really? They've tried to make that thing. They've tried to make it a thing. Is that real? Yeah. It doesn't really flow. So. Mm hmm. You know what does flow? Stars, period, blood into your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of crazy. Everyone should know, Lori. I don't know if you, do you still have that period blood fetish. I do never had it, and I still don't have mm, a period blood fetish. I could have sworn. Uh, I was actually going to say my period because I'm currently on my period right now. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Hey, what channel are we on in, uh, in after and Discord? Oh, I haven't turned it on. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> I forgot to go into the channel. Hi, everybody. The enti- Thank you for saying that, Lori. The entire time, I thought I was in the channel. What? Uh, but what channel are we on? What channel? Oh, we're in the exclusive here, but I hadn't gone on the channel. Okay. Yeah. That you reminded me, so I went there. Hey, everyone. Sorry. I, I Thank God we just started the show, so. Lori uh, pointed out. I think out. Spiral heard it, though, because oh, she, she commented. Did? What'd she say? I bet Lori is refilling her five-gallon water bottle. No, I think she's talking about us not being on the air. Oh. Yeah. yeah there yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's the reason. If you wouldn't have said anything, I wouldn't have known. <laughs> Uh, all right, everyone. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, we've been on, I, we've been talking and stuff like that and chatting and thinking we were talking to you. I thought I was hamming it up. I thought we were definitely talking. Yeah, to you. I was totally hamming it up too. You missed a really good intro to the show. Should we do, should we redo the intro? Nah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're never going to get that magic back. You're never, we never will. All right, everyone. Well, just as we talked about in the rumor, rumor, Wuma Mill, we've, Moomer, uh, Rill. Yeah, the Moomer Rill. We've decided to revamp. Not that you know what, Lauren. I think you would agree. If there's a good piece of audio that we need to cover, then we'll do it, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I think the thing is, is I think we were thinking too small. I think we were thinking that a cuckoo bananas had to be just audio, mm-hmm. and I think that you know, I think it, the audio is one factor. Yeah, but it. it I think the fa- the whole point is the story. Yeah, so. If audio enhances the story, then yeah, we'll do audio. Lori just saw me move to the recliner. What do you see right now, Lori? Because the video actually on. didn't see you because I was looking at something else. But now I just see an empty, what looks like a bunch of Joe Joe's heads, like cup size, mm-hmm. in the back next to your printer. No, those aren't those aren't uh, empty. Oh, yeah, that, you just hit me on a good story here. So, no, those are not empty Joe had cup size. They are Golden Girls Tiki mugs. Oh, uh-huh. nice. Now, the short, you see the shorter, can you see them really or no? I can move the chair. I can see the yellow one and I can see the red one. And okay, then I let me, see that there's move, a, purple, looks like yeah. a gray or purple one and a green one. Okay, let me move this chair so you can see better. So the blue one actually is not a gray or purple one. The blue one is Sophia. Okay. That's why okay. she's the smallest. And she, so they all arrived in one box. Okay. And Laura, you know what? Let this be a lesson to you. I didn't even think about this till right now about how you get more, you attract more flies with honey than with, I don't know, poison. I don't know what the other phrase is, right? So when the box, oh, thank you. When the box arrived, they were all intact, except for that blue and Sophia. She arrived broken. (gasps) Yeah. So I wrote to the company and I was super nice. I was like, oh my God, guys, these are beautiful. First of all, let me just say how gorgeous these tiki mugs are. 
she and I wrote, even though I know you guys did a really good job packing it, and you wrote the word fragile on the box, uh, the, the post office did not see it that way, right? And they, uh, the Sophia arrived broken. I even sent a picture. So I go, I don't know how we can solve this. And right away, they answered right away. And they said, uh, oh, we're so sorry. We're going to send you a new Sophia. Okay. So yesterday, the box came. And my dad goes, you got some box? I go, oh, it's the Sophia probably, you know? Uh-huh. And I go and I open it. And Lori, Sophia was in there intact. Thank God. And that's the one you see right there. But they sent me the entire set again. Oh. So I have now an extra Dorothy, an extra Rose, and an extra Blanche. And I'm just going to give them to John Paul. Oh, that's nice. I was going to send them to Aiden, but I can just hand them to John Paul for free. You know? Yeah. And uh, I, and see those little dolls to the right? Those are the Funko Pop Golden Girls. I'm going to send those to Aiden. Because, you know, honestly, it would cost me to send those to Aiden what it would cost me just to ship the Golden Girls Tiki Mugs. Huh. You know? I have a question. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> does your Does your dad ever just go... Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever you just do something that's just super gay, like buy tiki dolls of the Golden Girls. No, they actually thought they were really cute. Really? Mm-hmm. I think they're just so used to it. You know? My parents still do stuff like that. Um, it, What's funny is they think... What's funny, and and I think you would agree, I, I wouldn't call myself super gay. And I and by the way, I want to state this for the record. I have no problem with super gay people. And as you know, I'm very attracted to super gay guys. In fact, one of the things I love the most about Aiden and I'm attracted to the most is he's pretty girly and gay. And I love that, right? Yeah. We're not this isn't this isn't our prejudice that we're talking about. This is our parents' prejudice yeah. that we're but what I'm saying, my parents think that I'm super gay, which I think is so funny. Yeah, my parents think this. Uh, you know what? Actually, no, that's not true. My parents thought the same thing, but mm-hmm. then I had a, I, I was friends with this girl who was super gay, mm-hmm. and they knew. And when they met her, they were like, "Oh, so you're just like normal. You're just not not normal, but you're just like a a little gay." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty much it." That's no, my much. parents think that I'm like. So my brother, they think like I'm like. Queer than a $3 bill, Laurie. I'm going to be honest with you. My, so I bought these bandanas for masks because Mm -hmm. one thing I don't like about the masks is I find that I don't know why, but with the bandanas, my glasses don't fog up Mm -hmm. when I have them. And also I like it because I can just have it on my, around my neck. And then when I need to, I can just put it up as a mask. Mm -hmm. Well, when I first, wore the bandana when I first wore it over to my parents' house, my dad goes, what is that, a new lesbian thing, wearing bandanas? Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's a new lesbian thing, Dad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it's I'm, it's for a mask. He goes, oh, bandanas could be a mask? It's like, yeah, it covers my face. So, yes. Ugh. It's like, Ugh. He legit, he didn't even think that it was like I was wearing it as a mask. He legit thought that I was... Wearing a bandana around my neck just for shits and gigs. Wait, hold on. An emergency just happened. Oh, this is so gross. Oh, I thought you were yawning. No, I had an iced coffee here from this morning, and it's just the remnants of it were in this red solo cup. And I had a, a glass of cold, refreshing water right here. And I must have mistook it when I came to this chair and brought the. And so I took a, a swallow of it. And it was ugh. Disgusting. Well, anyway, the point is you're a dyke. We know we get it. All right. Lori. And you're, now, you're a homo. Yeah, I know. Well, look, I do have both Funko Pop dolls of the Golden Girls and Tiki Mugs of the Golden Girls right here, right in front of yeah. me. Yeah. I have wrist sweatbands that are rainbow colored. Do you so, really? Yeah. In case so, my wrists get sweaty. So what we're going to do is we're going to do some wacky news stories. We should have... Uh, <laughs> No, that's being that's being cunty. Never mind. So we're gonna do some wacky news stories, okay? Okay. Uh, we covered the headlines on the rumor mill. Um, full disclosure, Laurie. Full disclosure. Okay. I don't remember what my rumor mill stories were. 
And I don't know where oh, those okay. articles are. I don't know where to find them. Uh, I have two new ones, though, that are just as wacky. Okay. But do you have your new story still? I do. Oh, okay. So uh, why don't we – you do two of the new stories. I'll do two of mine. We'll call it a day. Okay. Okay. What are, you? I'll let you pick the two new stories you want to do. Oh, okay. You do one, uh, then I'll do one, then you do one, and I'll do one. Let me see. I'm going through them right now. Hold on. Okay, you see. go through them. Well, well, Lori goes through them, and I'm going to tell you that, uh, uh, you know, we just announced uh, these two new channels on Discord. And I really want all of you, and, and I know this is, a, this is an exclusive show, so I need to speak to the patrons at large, to join both uh, the new channel, the Afterthought Executive Council, I think is called, or something. And I'll talk about it on this podcast I'm going to do. And uh, where I'm going to start coming to you guys, but I want people to opt in. It's open to any patron whatsoever. It's open to any and all patrons. But I want people to opt in. I don't want to bug people with polls and questions and stuff. And it's where I'm going to go on there and say, like, hey, what do you, are, do you guys, are you guys liking the pit crew? Or are you not liking the pit crew? What do you think of this new host? I'm, I'm going to run ideas by you because I don't have an idea, you know. So we're going to use that. It's going to be the Afterthought Executive Council. And you, there's going to be one where you can basically give your opinion. There's going to be one where you, you can give, you give your comments. And then the other one is called Under the Hood. All right. Under the Hood is a channel where if you're listening to old Afterthought material, like for instance, Luke Stamen and Drew Brooks have, and I think a couple other people have been going back to old episodes of Catching Up and listening to them. And they'll go on other channels, Lori, and they'll be like, um, oh, this episode was really funny, and there's a really funny part, and Luke posts, like, clips of it. Today I go, what was the timestamp, or something like that, right? They both freaked the fuck out, as if I, like, and they were like, uh, oh, we're not, we're not serious, we're not serious, we're not, we're just, and I was like, oh, God. It was just such a hassle. So anyway, uh, under the hood. I doubt that they freaked out. It's on I Discord. Like- it's on I- Discord. I don't know what channel it's in. Maybe uh, EP Humble Pie can find it and copy and paste it. Where they I, probably said, "Oh, let me check real quick." No, and you're like, nope. "Oh, no, stop freaking out!" Nope, nope. They went in there and they. I just said, "Oh, you know that'd be good for the best of." And then they freaked the fuck out. And I just said, "I said, well, you guys, there I go." Drew was like, "I, I don't know what I think is funny. I mean, I think it's funny. I don't know what else think is funny." I'm like. It's not like it's automatically going to go in the best of because Drew said it was funny, but at least I know to go listen to it and listen for myself. You know, they both freaked out. Okay. I have my two stories. Okay. Uh, What's the first story you're going to go with? Police officer trapped in own handcuffs is rescued by firefighters. (laughs) I'm already laughing. Okay, go ahead. Well, that wasn't a good thought to the day. That was a good-humored tweet by a British police officer who wound up restrained by his own broken handcuffs and was unable to free himself Tuesday. Corps Training Sergeant Scott Renwick with the Northamptonshire Police Mm -hmm. fessed up to the embarrassing incident after the local fire department tweeted, Police officer released from handcuffs after the... I don't know why I'm doing Australian now. Yeah. After they had... Failed use pedal cutters to release mm-hmm. Northamptonshire. Well, no one cares about the distance. Uh, Renwick replied. I feel like tweet, the British don't say Shire; they say sure. So it'll be like Northampton. Or and you know what's really funny, Laurie? With British people, I'm. It's probably more like Hampshire, like Hampshire. Yeah, or they're probably just like Hampton. Yeah, they're like. But I know they'll say sure, so they'll be like. Uh, but the, I know it says Hamptonshire to you. It'll be like, um, it's North Hampshire. And you're like, okay, all right. What about the ton? You don't say it. All right, go ahead. So I don't know how you Renwick pronounce it, though. replied to the tweet, it was me, adding that he needed a cake factory, presumably thanks to the firefighters who freed him. I would have laughed, too, Renwick mm-hmm. assured Twitter, adding, this w- could well make my career. Mm-hmm. So no word on how it happened. I oh yeah, that, that was my question. Like, how did he get into his handcuffs by accident? It doesn't say. Maybe he, maybe he was like an amateur. Twitter. Maybe he's an amateur escape artist and police officer. Uh, yeah, I don't. 
Uh, oh, it looks like there is some audio. Oh, there is? Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Let me. Uh, well, you do that. I'm going to go through the Discord and see the lies that have been said in here, right? Um, Lori is not, but there was a huge uh, Sako rules. What is this narrative? Yes, it's on Discord. Go look. Catching up channels on the show is through the show, but Tans filter. I personally saw no freak out. I saw miscommunication. But I, oddly, no one has p- copied and pasted in. They're all so confident that it's, it's a, a, a exaggeration. Copyright, my friend Shane. They're all confident it's an exaggeration, yet no one has gone and got the receipt. I would have gone and gotten receipts. All right. I think. I think that can you hear this? The scenario is that you yeah, hear that? I do. All right, let's. The scenario is that I was uh, acting as a stooge in an assessment for one of our new student officers, and uh, they'd arrested me as a burglar, and I'd given them a really hard time about how hard they put the handcuffs on mm-hmm. uh, because they were a little bit tight, if I'm perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she finished her assessment, and at the end they take the handcuffs off, and she takes the first one off, and that's lovely and that hands free. Then she goes to take the second one off, and you just see a look of concern mm-hmm. on her face. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, hang on a second. This key isn't very good. I'll try my other one. Uh, she tried her other key, and that didn't work. And then mm-hmm. the assessor tried to get them off, and it was just, no, they're broken. Like, ah, dear, what are we going to do? Uh, thankfully, we just, we're just about 500 metres down the road from the fire station at Northampton headquarters. So uh, we put a message up to one of our PCSOs that works up at the station, and they got the fire brigade to be on standby and I, I walked up and then they giggled at me quite a bit and uh, did what I'd expect them to do and what I would do to them if I had to go out and help them for something silly and rid me, uh, cut the handcuffs off and I walked away. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, I get this photograph of the broken handcuffs and their incident report sent through from one of the officers that works up there and I thought, oh, that'll be good for a laugh. Mm-hmm. Put it on social media because I knew the fire brigade would so I thought I'd get in there first <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then it just exploded from there. So I was right. They do hate. They do just say Northampton. They don't say Northamptonshire. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You see. Ugh. I'm doing it again. Okay. Will I'm you getting... stop drinking that? Why I know. You... It's awful. What am I doing? Okay. He, he keeps drinking the gross thing and not drinking the. I didn't. I, I didn't. I caught it that time. I caught it that time. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's move on to my story right here. Um, let's do, what story am I going to do first? Um, let's do this one. Let's do this one right here. I think we have a lot to say about this right here. And, um, oh, wait, where, how come, where's the link? Oh, here it is. Here is the link. Okay. Uh, I actually saw this story. I actually haven't read it, but, um, all right, here we go. But I did see the headline. All right, here we go. Uh, this is from the Socialite Life. This is from the Socialite Life. Stacy Stacy Dash's estranged husband Jeffrey Marty claims he was hypnotized into marriage. <laughs> I saw a headline. For yeah, that. what you talking about? Stacy Dash's estranged husband. Stacy Dash's estranged husband Jeffrey Marty has re- now. Remember, Stacy Dash was in Clueless, correct? And now she's like a crazy uh, Republican. For a Republican, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. like a she's I. And I could be wrong, but I feel like she's like a QAnon conspiracy. Like, she's that conservative crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stacey Dash's estranged husband, Jeffrey Marty, has reportedly filed to annul the marriage because he was, quote, hypnotized into tying the knot. Marty is claiming that he got married to the Clueless star 53. She's 53? She looks good. She looks good. I guess. After- Conservatism does well for for her. Yeah. After hypnotic prayer techniques were used by a pastor who put serious religious pressures on him. Jeff claims he only took his vows after Stacey's pastor put some serious religious pressure. He says he got hitched on April 6, 2018, but that's only because 10 days prior, he claims her pastor unexpectedly and suddenly proclaimed that it was God's will they get hitched. Anyway, Jeff says that his ability to consent to the marriage was hijacked by the use of hypnotic prayer techniques. Jeff doesn't describe the techniques or how he was programmed to marry Stacey. He also says there was pressure from other clergies to tie the knot. TMZ says that Dash is not fighting him against the claim. 
name, and she just wants her divorce to be finalized as soon as possible. Dash and Marty got married, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Um, despite claiming that Marty assaulted her, the Clueless star ended up being charged with domestic battery for reportedly pushing and slapping Jeffrey during the argument. They remained together after the incident, and the charge against Stacy was dropped by prosecutors in October. In May of this year, Dash announced that she and Marty had decided to part ways via an Instagram post. Lori, do you think it's possible for someone to be hypnotized into marriage? No. that's There's no way. The only thing that... Hypnotism doesn't work. Hypnotism is just, like, playful select suggestion. Like, you have to... The whole first thing about hypnotism is that you have to be game. So if you're not game, then there's no way that they can hypnotize you. Yeah, you're. So, but but I believe I believe him. I mean, you're you're talking as if you're some sort of expert, but I do think there is some sort of uh, efficacy to some degree of hypnotism. But it's not like the way people see it in the movies. No. I, well, first off, I don't. I think I don't know. I don't. I feel like honestly, I feel like it's more for a show. I feel like it's just so people can like, you know kind of showcase like the oh i you know cluck like a chicken <laughs> you know all that stupid stuff so that's how i view hypnotism uh but yeah no i i could see being pressured what what is like, this um what, hold on for a second what's going on in the in the discord here speaking of cuckoo bananas astute girl i haven't i haven't looked what's happening I, I, apropos of nothing I was trying to find what she was talking about. She just she just announces, while I may be a little bent and not completely straight, I definitely do not use that term even in jest. Oh, who uses the term hitched over and over to refer to getting married? Oh, I see. I thought it was talking about like did we did we say the f word or something or No, I think I mean, I don't know. I I use hitched. Mhm. I still use hitched as a word. Y'all no, astute, astute hates that. She won't even talk about the Will Smith movie. She won't talk about Wild Wild West. No, the movie Hitch. Oh, I know. I was being, I was joking. Uh, Will Smith was in a movie, Lori, called Hitch. I know, I know. Thank you. In fact, she just calls the famous British director Alfred Cock. Uh, Wait, hold on. I'm going to pause right here because I have to pee really badly. I'll be right back. All right. While Joe goes pee, how's everyone doing? Breaking news. Lori is straight and will have a ball and she can kick down. (laughs) Probably. I uh, I was watching that Just Tattoo of Us. Have you guys watched that? And the or maybe it was uh, how t- how far is Tattoo Far, which is the American version. Uh, and uh, this woman got a ball and chain tattooed on, or maybe I think it was his friend got a ball and chain tattooed on his foot. And he acted like it was the uh like the worst thing that this guy could have done. And I was like, well, you're getting married, so I mean, it's not, it's not far off. I think the ball had like his fiance's name in it or something. I was like, it's not that bad. The only person I could see reacting badly is just is somebody who's like, oh, I've been cheating on my fiance and I don't want to marry her. So, uh, cat news. So, Tigress is currently back at the vet. Uh, she is, uh, I haven't heard anything yet. She had a fever again. So, I don't know exactly. Uh, why? But she's dehydrated, has a fever again, so they kept her, but she's talking to somebody right now about Tigris. So that's what she said. So I don't know the full reason or anything, but... For what? Uh, I was giving cat updates. I don't think they know the story at all. Uh, Luke does. I mean, why does Luke, Luke know? Because uh, we're friends. Oh. Um, oh, by the way, Luke, um, his uh, uh, porn that he sent of the mayor or whatever from uh, Zootopia was very much appreciated by uh, Aiden. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it, just quickly, if nobody knows this, so my girlfriend's cat had to go to the hospital. And uh, so I, uh, uh, this was Tuesday, and mm-hmm. she had 107 fever. Her glucose levels were high, and she was dehydrated. She spent the night. She got picked up the following day. There was no change. Uh, she went back today. She still has a, a fever now of 108. She's still dehydrated, even though Star has been giving her droplets of water and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, right now she's going to find out if there's anything else going on. Um, but they did blood work in an X-ray the other day, um, and they found out that uh, or Tuesday, and there's so there's nothing wrong with her internally. Um, so we're trying to figure out why she has such a high fever. So, anyways, and then as far as the allergy shots, I currently am not taking them because I have a, a cough, a pronounced cough. Although I did get tested for COVID and I don't have it. And then I now have to get tested for the antibodies, which I guess can, uh, my doctor was saying, can sh- that can give you a cough too, which I was like, I don't know how that works. But, um, anyway. That was, uh, this is for Star's cat. Deuteronomy coming to get uh, Tigress and take her to the heavy side lair. <laughs> I don't know what any of those words mean. Uh, all the gays know what it means, and they're laughing. This is the song when they take the at the end in the movie or the film, the play Cats. The thin storyline is that every year one cat gets chosen to go to the quote the heavy side lair to heaven, and at the end. Uh, Old Deuteronomy comes and takes the poor Grizabella to heaven on a bunch of tires, actually. Why? Why does the cat get chosen? They want to be chosen. Oh, they want to? Yeah, because then they get to be born into a new life. makes a really good point in the chat room he says the second why is asked about cats it's asking too much very good point cats is a very nonsensical musical I, i'm still confused so do, do they get turned into humans no they get to be born as another cat what mm-hmm. they die Lori. that's what it is they die wait so they die and they just keep getting born as cats spiral queen you know what spiral i'm actually uh I'm actually gobsmacked. You're right. I think it has a connection to the nine lives of cats. You're right. I think it is. Oh, I'm so confused. Okay. Let's don't uh, don't ever try and figure out the musical cats. I will say, though, I will say, one of the things that uh, Aiden and I do on the reg uh-huh. uh, is uh, we sing this song, but we make up new words uh, to this song right here, which they fucked it up in the movie. So it's called Skimble Shanks. So we will constantly, one of the things we do is make up new lyrics. It's actually a very easy song to make up lyrics to. 
Uh, let me see if there's a karaoke version. Oh, there we go. Here we go. No, that's not that's not good. Here we go. Let's try this. So that it's all just about cats creating Oh Shanks the oh, Rocking Camp the Railway Cat Cat oh, I was gonna say Rocking Camp the Railway Cat. When she called me afternoon she was wait, wait, hold on, we gotta do this again. Cause I was so enthralled by gonna play Rocking Camp. Here we go. Oh, wrong camp. The railway cat, the cat of the railway train. And she called this afternoon. Oh, right here, sorry. When she called this afternoon, I could tell that really soon she'd be getting food at the drive-thru. Then she yelled at the poor man because he hid it in the can and she called him bad names too. Then she went to see Glossy Star, who could live very far, and her cat is on the mend. Cause he has a high fever, and he lives in the river, and he's gonna go to have a side layer. I don't know, we can do this forever. I get. Thank you. So, after the Nine Lives, though, they're dead. It's a matter of expression, so I don't know the whole meaning, but I know it has to do with death. And they call... Uh, okay, wait. wait I'm going to try this again. You're free. Okay. Right. Here we go. Well, the way I've heard it told is that cats can be real bold, and they do dangerous things all the time. So we imagine that they die, but they probably really don't, and they hunted something and a crime. When you see a cat on the wall, and he looks like he will fall, you think, oh, he can't have survived. But then he, there he is, and you know he's full of jizz, because he went to go see on Grinder. What? <laughs> What's wrong? Is there any sex in Oh, yeah, cat's not- Cats love to have sex. I don't know how you didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you. Haven't you ever heard cats fuck? And, and have ever any luck? And if they scream and yell for more, you close the window, but it doesn't really help because they scream and yell and shriek. I forget this is called Robin Camp, but right Well, we could get back to the show because I really want to go and watch some Korra, Legend of Korra. What are you doing tonight? Are you going to call Star and find out how her cat is? That question was for you, and I hoped you'd answer in song. No. Well, do you think that Star is still crying now? Have they called? Oh, have they called? Have they cooled the cat down? No. Yeah. Have they thought of shaving her? Because it's really hot and Star's apartment's 150 degrees. And they the only air conditioning because they're not allowed more than one. And Star's trying to save money. They only got, they did, that's how this all started. They did shave her. And then, oh. started, and then she started acting weird. Oh, and Spiral got, says right now, no, don't shave a cat. She got like a, a what's called a tiger cut, which is like where they shave up to your neck. So they shaved her whole body up to her neck. And so she has like kind of like a tiger's mane look to her now. Oh. Yeah, that's how it started it. Oh, Spiral says it fucks with their temperature regulation. Oh. Uh, but shouldn't, don't you think the groomer would have known this? Yeah, when they, and also wouldn't it make them cooler? That seems weird. Yeah, it's weird that she's getting, uh, super hot. 
It's so funny because actually, I don't know if you know this. I called the groomer and I asked, why would you do that? Wouldn't you know better? And this is what his response. Look, I'm paid for 45 by the hour every day and I don't know what to say. If you bring me New Year cat, I am gonna say that I will shave however you want to see. Well, Star came in the room and it looked like it was doomed for Tigress. She was so hairy. So I shaved up to her mane, even though it was her stain. Now things have gotten scary. Now, now oh, I forget, I forget the bridge part. All right? I keep wanting to do it the other way. Are we? Should I? Should I include this in the show? This we're, we're technically not back at the show. Watch it in the show because everyone wants to know what we were talking while I peed. And maybe they will see what we talk about on the off the air, and that's what they really need. Perfect. I'm gonna fail this, so let me see if I can do it. Okay. Well, we're not there yet. Okay. Let me go to, you know, I'll go to the beginning. Here we go. And, uh, and uh, look at me. Can you see me on video? Oh, uh, let me. Okay, I'll cue you when it's gonna happen. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. And now, three, two, one, go. Well, I turned and told me the story, and I said, Lori, what are you thinking? Why would you use that word in rage? And they went to Burger King. What did you get? Because no one goes there. I got a double whopper, and then I got some fries, and then I said, you know what? Never mind. I don't want them. The cat of the railway train. So, wait. I'm yeah. gonna look up the synopsis. And no story. It's really just a show where people come out and go like, "Hey, I'm this particular cat." Then another cat will come out and say, "This is my story. It really makes no sense." Yet it's the longest running show on Broadway history. No, it might not be anymore, but it's it's really it was super popular. There's no story. It's literally like it's almost a young white cat is dropped in the streets of London by her owner in the middle of the night. Oh, that's the movie. The movie does that. But in the play, in the play, it's only cats introducing themselves and then they go off stage, never to be seen again. Then there's one cat who sings memory, and she goes up to the tree and goes with a tire with old Deuteronomy. What? What? What's wrong? I just am so confused by this storyline. Okay, there's no story, Lori. I've never been more confused by a story than when I read the synopsis to Mother. Did you ever watch that? Mother, oh, the, the one with uh, Darren Aronofsky about the and it's about yeah. really Adam and Eve or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Lori, uh, what's your next story? <sighs> Why don't you do yours first and then I'll do mine? Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, it's really weird because it's 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's such a coincidence that we were uh, doing that because this story is done to this. Here we go. A bold couple have been caught on camera having sex in the front row of newly opened cinema. Snapchat video of security footage from what is said to be UK cinema was shared to Twitter where it was it's gone viral. 
to get thousands of retweets and three million hundred views. Naked from the waist down, the woman of weirds to straddle her lover on a cinema seat. The pair soon get down to business, seemingly oblivious to the high-tech infrared CCD feed system above. Cinema seems to be empty, which appears to have fooled the couple into thinking they had some privacy. But when the video was shared, it is emblazoned with the caption, Who does this? And you people don't think you'll get caught. We check the cameras, darling. As the CCTV was being filmed to the be shared on social media, a woman can be heard saying they are fighting in the cinema. The video has since racked up thousands of replies on Twitter, with people blasting them for brazenly had sex in the front row. That's the end. That's so crazy that you uh, say that because my story uh-huh. also is to the is to the music of of that song. Oh, weird! Yeah. Do you need me to tell you when your story starts? Tell me when you start. Okay. It's gonna start right now. Conanova lady one was pronounced dead after surgery to remove the intestinal at the Bridgeton Hospital in Russia on August 14th. At Wake Pony, one ticket, but almost seven hours later at 8 a.m., a female worker got the shock of her life when she found the grandmother sprawled across the floor. An ambulance driver overheard the commotion. He told how the frightened morgue worker said, Grandma, lie down. Granny, be quiet. Yeah! Alright, let me finish the rest of the Oh, show. I thought you were going to keep singing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. The paramedic thought the morgue employee had gone crazy, but then he saw the uh, open, grab the woman's hand, sleeping <laughs> Just read it. <laughs> okay. Actually, start from the beginning because your 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 audio was cutting out. Okay, so Zaneda Konanova, eighty one, was pronounced dead after surgery to remove an intestinal obstruction at the Gore Shichensky Central District Hospital on August fourteenth. Mm-hmm. She was taken to the morgue at one ten a.m., but mm-hmm. almost seven hours later, at eight a.m., a female coworker got the shock of her life. Mm-hmm. Uh. When she found the grandma- grandmother sprawled across the floor. Oh, my gosh. Miss Kononova had fallen as she attempted to climb off the morgue table and escape. Mm-hmm. The ambulance driver overheard the commotion as he entered the building. He told how frightened he told how frightened the morgue worker, worker said, Grandma, lie down. Granny, be quiet. The paramedic thought the morgue employee had gone crazy, but then he saw the pensioner grab the woman's hand pleading for help. Wait, hold on for a second. I want to stop you for a second. You work in a morgue, right? Yes. What was the quote that the woman said to the, to the woman again? Grandma, lie down. Granny, be quiet. Yeah. Don't you think if someone woke up in a morgue, that's one of you, you get a free pass on acting crazy? I feel like. Oh, so you're saying that like She's kinda, that, that's just a Tuesday. Well, no, what I'm saying is, like, why would you tell, like, calm down, lie down, stop acting crazy, be quiet? You're like, the person just woke up in a morgue. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like you should be allowed to just yell for a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. uh, the paramedic thought the morgue employee had gone crazy, but then Mm -hmm. saw the pensioner grab the woman's hand pleading for help. Mm -hmm. Miss Kononova was covered in blankets to intensive care. The hospital called the grandmother's niece, Tatiana Kulikovo, mm-hmm. a senior doctor, told her, we have an unusual situation. She is alive! Yeah. Miss Kulikovo rushed to the, med- the hospital as a team of medics from regional capital Kursk were sent to treat Miss Kononova. Miss mm-hmm. Kulikovo was delighted her aunt was alive, but asked the doctors, how could this happen? Mm-hmm. She was told Miss Kononovo had been registered as clinically dead for 15 minutes and was literally pulled back from the other world. Miss mm-hmm. Kalikovo said she initially did not recognize me or recall that she had a surgery, but she talked about her old knee problem. Mm-hmm. A doctor and anest- 
anesthesiast later confessed that mm-hmm. they had sent Miss Kononova to the morgue one hour and 20 minutes after she died instead of two hours. As oh. The back to life pensioner had been transferred to Kursk for further treatment. Yeah. Roman Kondra, Kondratenko, chief doctor of Gorchensky Central Hospital, has been suspended pending an investigation. Relatives of the pensioner are planning to sue the hospital. Acting hospital head Alexander Vlaslaw. Are you making it? Now I'm getting those of you that you're just making these names up. No. Said for 30 minutes, the patient underwent resuscitation measures. Miss Kononova did not respond. As a result, the resuscitation doctor established biological death ascertained it. He added, the anesthesia is very worried. She feels very bad. We are afraid for her. Every person makes mistakes. What will happen next with the career of this anesthesiologist is still a question. So that's it. So she's still alive. The woman's still alive, yeah. Oh, how weird. It's a she's weird, crazy that. story. That's Nine one of my biggest fears. Though. You know, that's my biggest fear. It's the reason why... We talked about this, I think, on Discord or some other show. It's the reason I don't want to be buried or... um uh, what's the name of this? What's the other one called? Cremated. Uh, I just want my like literally. My dream is to take my body to the top of a cliff and let vultures. Actually, what I would really like, and maybe there's a place where they do this, is to take my body and just lay it in the woods. You know, they still have something like that. It's like you, you're, you, they put your body in like a, a. Uh, like a like a pod thing where it's not it's like a it like allows you to essentially become part of the soil yeah but you're telling me burying me i'm telling you i just want to just lay my body in the woods if i'm alive i'll wake up right um but then if i'm dead well then i get to I let the animals eat me let the insects eat me and stuff like that i don't want to feel suffocated or in heat or Luke, I, yeah Luke just- that I think the consensus was that I'd come find your body, Joe, so you can't do that. <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, so I I don't know. I probably I'm probably gonna just donate my body to science. Oh, you should. That they would be like, oh my god, the you're gonna be like this Henrietta Lacks. Who's Henrietta Lacks? Oh, you don't know about Henrietta Lacks? No. Henrietta Lacks was this woman who died after a brief illness or died all of a sudden, right? Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm going to get the science wrong uh, on this. I think the book is supposed to be really interesting. But basically, uh, when they – and I, I don't know if she donated her body to science. I don't know how it landed up this way. But it turns out that she had very uh, powerful, like, stem cells, I think, or something weird like that, right? Where they just kept regenerating. So – um the 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 place that got her body uh i think i think she donated to science the place that got her body uh and she was a poor black woman okay okay um basically her cells uh they the, her white blood cell whatever i don't know this i don't know science okay i'm not bill nye okay well you're telling the story very well so yeah but anyway she they took whatever unique thing about her body and it's been used, I think it's even been used to this day to make medicines and like all kinds of things. So all these pharmaceutical companies made millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars off of this woman's stuff. And she came from this poor family. I think eventually, I don't know, I'm sure, I feel like Humble Pie or somebody knows the whole story here. Or they're going to link to something. Uh, Oprah made a movie about it. There was a very, like I think like a prize winning book, like literary prize winning book about it. Uh, I think the, the the family eventually got paid some money. I think. Uh, ding ding ding! I have uh, uh, I have a update. Yeah. They said the fever was definitely from stress of the groomers. Oh. They gave her a shot to get the fever down and an appetite stimulant. If she continues to not eat, bring her back. That's all they can do for right now. How long did it take for a cat to bring get their well, so? So, A, bad Yelp review for this groomer. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Lori, if I were you, I'd go pay this groomer extra money to shave even more hair. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, I think she should get her money back from the groomers. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Lori. Well, let's call this show a day right now. Um, uh, any news that we need to know about? Because you need to call Star. I need to call Aiden. Well, if you oh you, I was gonna say you have to do a. a... I did my second story. You did your second story. You know what? what? I think we should do. I think I'm going to do a Henry and a Lack story on uh, Bloody. Bucket. Oh, that would be a good. That would be a good one. Look it up on Wikipedia. Because uh, uh, Luke Damon, I think it was Luke, but somebody brought up a good point, which is to on the Patreon. I want to start doing women who have uh, contributed, not just killed. So. Oh, interesting. Astute would- put a um, uh, a good little summary. But did we find out if she ever got if her family got paid? I don't know. Uh, oh, the family has never gotten paid. Yeah. Like literally so many medicines that you know about like came from her cells. I don't know. I I could be swayed, but part of me is just like, oh, it was a dead body. You know? What were they going to do with it? Yeah, but I don't know. Well, you'll, I'm sure you'll find the story. Let's call it a day, Lori. And you're coughing anyway. Oh, That's going to do it for this episode of Cuckoo Bananas. Oh, you know what? What's wrong with me? What is wrong with me? That's not how we're going to end the show. You know how we're going to end the show, Lori. Yeah. Oh, wait. Now I can't. Oh, Spiral Queen did bring up consent. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I feel like when you're dead, you're dead. But I could see if if that's your thing. Like, I think it's based off the person. So if she... she That's gonna do it for this episode of Cuckoo Coo Bananas, even though Lori was just about to say she doesn't believe in consent because when you're dead, you are dead, and a person can get make money off this woman's cells. Lori, what do you have to say about that? How are you going to defend yourself? It's very offensive, and this poor woman family has gotten nothing. I'm going to call my girlfriend and tell her that I love her and that I'm sorry I cussed that guy out in front of her. She didn't accept your apology when you did it the last time when you were on the road. No, she just said that she didn't want me to do that in front of her mom. Her mom was on the phone. Well, yes, you should call her and tell her you love her. And then talk about the bloody podcast where you're going to talk about Henrietta Lacks and how her cells were stolen. And we'll see you guys all next week. All right. We'll see you next week on Cuckoo Bananas, everyone. All right. Bye.